Lads, lasses, punting masses, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're into the AFL season tonight. It begins in a few hours and, well, I will be discussing, normally we would be discussing, me and the better half, but she's preoccupied trying to get that business up and running. Getting, uh, We're going to get her script written out for the website, trying to get that together. Uh, the e-commerce website for ICU2 fashion. Uh, if you want to go buy some clothing, a nice shirt, t-shirt uh, with some uh, disabled, uh, pro-disabled uh, logo on it, uh, message me and I will get to get it to her. Now, what we're going to talk about today, though is AFL Fantasy Football, because it all begins tonight. So I've got a team. <laughs> Saturday night, we were putting her team together, and I will explain how that went down uh, right now. Now, she normally picks her gridiron picks, as we did our NFL through the season with a system. She decided to go with that same system with the AFL Fantasy, and it was working well until we got to the midfield. And she decided to herself, you know what? Normally the midfield gets a lot of the ball, so I'm going to load up. And she decided to load up with a different system altogether compared to the other positions. Blew the salary cap before it even got three quarters completed. And that was it. It was a, the numbers, I'm not doing this. And as I tried to explain to her, welcome to our world dear because how many times fellas and ladies included who have done this how many times fellas have we tried to put any type of fantasy football team together whether it be the AFL whether it be the NFL and no we can't fit them in because of the salary cap screw it up start again and these things happen every time fortunately I got to plan B this year normally it's up to plan F and you know what happens Ladies and gentlemen, when you get to plan F in these things, the whole thing can just go gazunder and bust. But anyway, she got it done. And a little caveat to her team this year. All of her team is not hers. I just gave her the little bit of the leniency after the little bit of exhaustion from trying to do the team that we've both got the same rookies this year so I helped her out with the rookies we've both got the same rookies bar two now she's had to add two more rookies into her team due to the fact that the cap wouldn't work and so we've squeezed all her team in and we're going to get to the teams right now starting the games tonight there's the siren to mark the start of the season which starts tonight. Also, a little bit of a reminder <clears throat> that you can sign up to uh, Better and the Better Half on Patreon. Subscribe to that. We have a same game multi for tonight going up. And thanks to Bet365, they gave us a $10 bonus bet for tonight's Melbourne and Western Bulldogs game. So we put together a same game multi of player props for tonight that will be going up on the better and the better half patreon page this afternoon and also two nrl games will be going up on the page as well <clears throat> for round two 
Uh, a hockey game is about to start in about oh, 25 minutes from now between Colorado and Los Angeles. If you want to quickly get on that, well, by the time this podcast goes up, you'll be too late. That'll be on tonight as well. Better and the better half on Patreon to subscribe to that. Now, first, let's get to my team. Now, my team, we, we uh, I used 14.37 million of the 14.9 salary cap. And as she said, oh, 14.9, I beg to differ. I bet you it's about 14 point, or at 32, 14.18, yeah, 14.7. By the look of that salary cap, why 14.7 and not 15? Oh, blows me. I don't know. But this is what I've done. Starting with the defence, or are we just going to go in order? No, we're going to start with defence. Now, we've got Lockie Whitfield first from GWS, and they play Sydney this weekend, averaging 95 last year. Jarman Impey for Hawthorne, who plays North Melbourne, averaged 86. Uh, Whitefield is 795,000, Impey 719,000. Then we get Bradley Hill for St Kilda. Against Collingwood, averaging 71 for 597,000. Bailey Dale at 700,000 for the Bulldogs, who play Melbourne tonight, averaging 84. And let me have a look at this. Will Kelly for 191, I believe it is, looking at my eyes. For Collingwood, playing St Kilda, he averaged 21 last year. Sam DeConing for Geelong. Average 29 last year at 190. And there's two that didn't play. Sam Skinner at 190,000. Garrett McDonough at 192,000. They're making their debuts, I believe, uh, uh, this week as well. So that should be very interesting. Okay, in the middle, we have Matt Rowell. Oh, actually, maybe I should do her defence. Actually, we will do her defence first, and then we'll work on it from there. Her defence, the better half's defence, decide the fact that Kelly, DeConing, McDonough and Skinner are in there as well. Dyson Heppel for Essendon plays Geelong on Saturday. He averaged, I believe that's 95 for 789,000. Excuse my eyes. Jack Lacocious for the Gold Coast, 721,000, averaged 86. Dan Houston for Port Adelaide at 670,000, averaged 80. Ryan Burton at 616,000 for Port Adelaide. They play Brisbane, averaged 73. And like I said again, Kelly DeConning, McDonough and Skinner are the same players she's got there. Now the midfield. Okay, now the midfield, what have we done here? And press the wrong button. We'll find that out shortly. No, it's fine. All good and well. All right, the midfield for me. Matt Rowell, 464,000. Average 55 last year. He's playing the Eagles. And I believe it's on a Monday from memory. I don't know why. Oliver Florent from Sydney playing GWS. He averaged 73 at 609,000. Tom Mitchell for Hawthorne, 969,000, averaged 116, playing the Kangaroos. Justin McInerney is a late replacement. Sam Walsh can't play, probably won't play for a month. 
So Sam Walsh is out. Justin McInerney in. Justin McInerney averaged 70 for Sydney playing GWS this weekend. Jared Lyons averaging 117 last year for Brisbane, 982,000. Clayton Oliver averaging 109 plays tonight against the Doggies at 912,000. The rookies, Nick Dacos at 284,000. Jason Horn Francis, 290,000 for North Melbourne. Morris Rioli, 190,000 for Richmond. They play Carlton tomorrow night. Greg Clark for West Coast, 190,000 plays Gold Coast. Like I said, on the Monday. Now, for the better half, Callum Mills, 922,000, averaging 110 last season at 622,000. Josh Kelly, 670,000 for GWS with an average of 104 last season, plays Sydney. Andrew Gaff, 615,000 for West Coast, plays Gold Coast on Monday. Don't quote me on that. Average 97, I believe it was last year. Jack Redden, 788,000 for West Coast. Average 94 plays the Gold Coast, as I said. Jacob Hopper, 746,000 for GWS against Sydney. Averaged 89. And then we get to the added rookie that you had to put into the midfield because we ran out of space. Isaiah Winder, average 26 for one game. 190,000. Let's see how that goes. Uh, I just let it go, put him in, and we took a stab in the dark, and I'm hoping that we do well. I'm hoping she does well. This is going to be a great test. In the rucks, unfortunately, she also wanted the good rucks too, but you can't do both, and you can't do everything. We squeezed them in. We didn't want them, but fate fell in our hands, and we decided to put them in. Max Gorn at 911,000, average 109. Uh, he plays tonight. Brody Grundy plays Friday night against St Kilda. Average 107. Yes, very uh, bland and predictable. But I couldn't find any decent rucks in any sort of alignment to put in. And I had the space. Why not start with the two best ones on the list? 693,000 for Brody Grundy. Whereas the better half had Tom Hickey who averages 82 at 690,000. And and Peter Wright, 2-metre Peter Wright, averaging 69, who had a really good late last season, 581,000. Our reserve is Oscar Adams at 190,000. He plays for St Kilda, who's playing Collingwood on Friday. That's our reserve, or her reserve is Oscar Adams. Mine is Toby Conway for Geelong who plays, for, who might play, who probably won't play, uh, for Geelong Friday night. Now, for the forwards, Ned McHenry I have in the forward line, 418,000 plays for Adelaide. They've got Fremantle, I think, first up. Is that the Fremantle symbol? Who knows? It's that tiny, average 50. Riley Silthrop, jeepers crappy, say that 10 times fast. 429,000 also for Adelaide playing Fremantle, averaged 51. Max King for St Kilda, who's playing Collingwood, averaged 55 at 699 or 459. 459,000, jeez, they print this small. 
Sam Darcy at 288,000. We've got him, son of Luke, who hasn't played yet. He's, I don't know whether he's playing tonight. I'll have to have a look. Ben King, who just signed a deal with the Gold Coast, 427,000, plays the Eagles, average 51. Dustin Martin, who plays tomorrow night against Carlton, 662,000, averaged 81 before injury. And the reserves, Kane Baldwin for Essendon at 190,000, and Elijah Hollands for the Gold Coast, who plays West Coast. For the better half, here we go for the forwards. Her forward line is probably a lot stronger than mine, hence that we couldn't fit in the best ruckman in the league. Jordan Degoe, 707,000, averaged 84, plays Friday night against St Kilda. Will Snelling for Essendon, 656,000, plays Geelong Saturday, averages 78. Zach Bailey for Brisbane, 610,000, plays Port, averages 73. Lance Franklin, can he kick his thousands in round one? Plays GWS, averaged 70. Then we had to put in the extra rookie because of the fact that she decided to hog everyone in the midfield and the forward line. Eli Smith, 190,000 for Brisbane. Uh, and then, of course, Elijah Holland, Sam Darcy, and Kane Baldwin as well, with Toby Conway as the utility. Don't ask me how this utility rule actually works. I have absolutely no idea. I believe the utility is on the bench somewhere. Don't ask me whether they're actually even playing or not. So good luck to both of us. The prize, I believe, is a something like a near $60,000 Toyota four-wheel drive truck-looking thing. And then you get cash for, uh, on top of that, uh, no, 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 actually you don't. You get two grand final tickets and tickets to a grand final event of whatever the choice is. And you get cash from second to tenth. Now, I believe it's ten grand for the top five and it dwindles down about 500 for the top uh, ten. And for the top 100, you get a cap. So, interesting to see. Even if, we get, even if she gets a cap uh, for her first entry... That will be very interesting. Now, why are we entering uh, the better half in this year's uh, fantasy footy? Not for the fact that, you know, we've done the NFL season, this, that, and the other, and we've had a little bit of an asking for the AFL. Well, we decided blow the AFL bets because, really, you're not going to get much. And it's so short, the AFL bets, it's unbelievable. And the other one we thought of was like, you know, uh, what's the word? I'm looking for decency in the games sort of thing, if you can, can explain that. Is it above board? Are they legit? Uh, I'm really not sure. The umpires are not the greatest in a terms of world professional sport. In fact, when it comes to comparing umpires, they make the NRL umpires look good. That's how bad the AFL umpires are right now. And this year we're supposed to have respect for the umpires with the new rule. 50 metres if you look up in the air. 50 metres if you smile at him and say if you're joking. It's going to be a, a, a complete shit show when it comes to another new stupid rule change this year which makes the game completely and utterly unwatchable. The other fact of the matter is why she's in it. Last year's winner... 
uh, a woman, I don't know her name, from Western Australia. Her, all her family went in it last year, and every other year she decided, if you can't beat them, join them, and guess what? She joined them and beat them. First time in, she won. So I th we thought to ourselves, hey, here's another experiment like we do with our NFL experiments. Put a team together. So she's put one together, and if luck strikes, and like I said, even if it's the top 100, that will be absolutely hilarious. And she can trade, chop, change. She knows how to been explained all that. So we'll have a crack, see how we go with that. And what we'll do with the rest of the season. So it should be funny. It should be absolutely hilarious throughout the season. In fact, we might even try and put a league together if we can um, after this. All right. Thank you very much for joining us on this podcast. We'll try and do them throughout the year. And don't forget, Betor and the Better Half on Patreon. Subscribe to that. We're also on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, to well, And we're also on Twitter on at Better Half. But, geez, that's a, that's a lunatic fringe. Really getting a lunatic fringe. And if Facebook's not a lunatic fringe, I'll go heave as well. But still, we've got Instagram, Facebook... And we've also got Twitter as well. So thank you for listening. We will see you again uh, later on. Uh, I don't know. We'll probably do, just do the recap on Monday, Tuesday. See how we go. Here on the uh, Better and the Better Half podcast. We'll see you again soon. <laughs>